Hey guys, this is Anthony Mullen on Vinyl Divers, back for another episode. So, it's been a pretty cool day today. You know, I got got out of work and I found out about this new record shop about 10 minutes from my house. Went in, got some wicked uh, ska, some old school two-tone. And then I actually grabbed a, uh, a grab bag, five bucks. It actually wasn't that bad. It was really kind of fun. Found a lot of music that I've never listened to before. And then there was some Elvis in there. So it was kind of cool, a little bit later Elvis. Uh, all I got to say, though, is uh, be able to check out the unveiling video of that on the YouTube coming soon. I'll let you guys know where to get that when it's available. But it's going to be cool. But today, you got a fun episode. It's a first playthrough and first impressions. Now, listen to it for the first time about two weeks ago. I have my notes here about what I, my first thoughts were on in certain songs, maybe certain parts. So forgive me if my notes aren't that cohesive because we didn't record right after. I say we because I have with me one of my good friends, music lover, entrepreneur in life, Chris Chavez. Down so, in the dumps, hater. Dude, you, you're... <laughs> I, see, this is so, I'm so just this, kidding, dude. I'm not hating on you. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. So uh, this is cool. Um, you're right, though, because when did we listen to this like, album? Two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. It was like <laughs> two weeks ago on like Saturday morning. I have no clue. I can't even remember what it was. Because I've been actually listening to this for a couple... I've so you know it like better. Three or four like, times. You know, oh, yeah. So now you love it. Like one, You're going to gush more than what you wrote, or, or you're going to go by your notes. I'm gonna go inter- by my, well, I'm going to go by notes, but then I'll start. I'll, I'll let everyone know, like, this is what I wrote down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is probably what I meant. I, I, liked the, well, I was going to say, no, I, it's going to be interesting to hear what you wrote down and then how you really feel about it now. Actually... That's what no. I'll do. That's what I'll do. Why don't before we do this? No, not even before and after. Hell, let's just do backwards for you. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do where you'd say what you feel about each of these songs now because you know them better and then read what you thought of them when they first started? Well, here's the only... I don't know if I'd be able to get into specifics on songs. Oh, okay. Just because... I get you. My, my general impression about the band itself it hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which... I'm going to say it now. The singer, you really can't distinguish between songs with him, and you can't understand what he's saying. So I can't go into specifics about lyrics on each song. <laughs> no problem, dude. That's but cool. yeah, no. no yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's get into yeah. it, dude. It's your show. So I want to get into it. Um, this is your show. You need to kick, be like, shut up, Chris. This is my I'm show. Used, I'm used to you like co-leading it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> shut um, up, Chris. This is my show. But the whole idea is that we both went into a record store. This was a different shop a couple weeks ago called Black, Dot, Black Dots down in... Uh, Couple blocks away from where I work, and I found this. I found it was ten bucks, and I was like, "All right." And it was more like, "What caught me on it?" I, you know, I'll buy a record. Either I like the band; it's in the same genre section, the category. Something caught my eye. Maybe the vinyl was blue, and it just had this blue to it. That I was like, "I want a blue vinyl like this blue," and it ended up being good or bad. I'll give you my impression. And with this, it was the cover just caught my eye alone. It reminds me something out of like. Adult Swim Squidbillies. Like this, like, it was drawn in Microsoft Paint almost. Yeah, it's, yeah. And just, there's an artist behind it, but it was like, all right, I see. You're doing a high school project, kind of. <clears throat> and it wasn't, it's not bad, honestly. It's kind of cool, but it's got its own feel to it. And um, I'll post the album cover on the Instagram and Twitter so you guys can see about this and see what I mean. And, but... It was one of those gems. I didn't think much of it. I really didn't know what I was going to expect to find. I thought it would be something super hardcore, super heavy, super more uh, modern. And I got a gem. 
I really do. I've got like three complaints with the whole album, and that's really kind of it. <laughs> but let's get, into, get it. into it. Let's get into it. All right. Um, so this is Down in the Dumps. Down dumps in the Luck. Dumps. Dumps Lux, the name of the album. And it was just one vinyl. What's the name of the first song? Uh, side A, Pipe Dreams. Pipe Dreams. You want me to tell you what I thought of this? These are what my notes. I can't, I can't tell it? you because I don't remember, but these are the notes I wrote. Hardcore punk, mosh music. Yes. I remember the bass is sick. And I wrote, kind of sounds like the Boston singer. Yeah, the bass for this one was like... Like just running the... It was kind of like that. Um, if I could find a way and we could figure out what we're allowed to do, maybe I'll insert a clip of this into it so you guys could hear what that bass line is because it's really cool. Um, my notes for it was it was very popish, but the screaming keeps that heavy feel. Like it felt really more hardcore, and I never really like, make that boss tones click the, the Dickie Barrett click yeah. until the second song where it sounds more poppier. And I'm like, oh, this kind of boss tones ish. Nice. But uh, second song is I hate myself, but I don't want to die. I have to say this is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. Really, I really love the guitar riff, and it has this poppy guitar chord progression. But then the singer that's like, like Dickie Barrett. I mean, I, I don't I mean if, from the Mighty Mighty Boston's. If you don't know who I'm talking about, look it up. Listen to any song, you'll hear his voice when he screams, and that's kind of how this singer is the entire album, which isn't bad, but because it's so grungy and so just crackly. You can't understand him. And at first I thought it was my speakers were broken at home. And then I played his music off of YouTube and it was like, oh, no, that's how he sounds. That's exactly <laughs> how it was meant to be sound recorded. What was your opinion on the second one? I wrote Nirvana reference uh, because they had a song called I Hate Myself and I Want to Die. Uh, oh. the, I put the band is tight. Great timing. You definitely could feel that the band did. They, the best way this band, I think, just kind of came off to me after I've listened to a few times is that it is one of those garage bands, local scene bands that didn't, maybe probably didn't make it big, but they just had this, they should have probably mm-hmm. made it big at some point. Uh, third song was Ex-Brothers and Ex-Lovers. Ex-Bros. Ex-Bros and Ex-Lovers. I said, it, it sounds like just it just makes sense. I think that was because it all sounded a little bit like... A little odd, like you, one part felt really hardcore, some felt more poppy, some poor, felt more punk. It wasn't as crazy hardcore no. as the first two songs. Because the first two songs, like I said, feels like mosh music, feels You're crazy. going into it. You're right, this one wasn't. But it felt like it made, like, it was meant to, like, it, fit, it, fit, it melded. It was a yeah, good song. It was still a, there was still some was sort tight. of... I wrote, nice change up in tempo and intensity. I have a feeling this is their version of a ballad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that, that's good. Number four, um, numero cuatro, Raggedy Ann. You want to know what I wrote? Same. One word. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Yeah. I wrote. This one didn't stick out to me. Would you write? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. You didn't even write a word. You're like fuck <laughs> no. this song. Uh, the fifth song is called Farming. Farming. Farming villains. villains. This is actually a really cool song. I like, I like the, the name of the the song. It's cool. Well, what else did you write? Oh, just, was that it? I wrote, uh, it's okay. It feels like the first couple of songs. Then I said, uh, listen closely. The timing slightly slows down. The guitars come in when the guitars come in. You can really? hear the, the, the timing of the drums just kind of gets off slightly because when the, the guitars come in, I don't know what it, it so is. It's so aggressive, like so abrasive. It. I don't know what it is. You can hear it. and It's, you could, it's like, 
I don't know. It's it, and it irks me every time I hear it. It's like, like oh man. Like, I feel like you know what? I feel like if I was in that room, I'd be like, stop, 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 stop. I go, all right, guys, we got to work on this timing here, okay? Because you guys are falling off there for a second. And yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> I don't Chris, know. Chris, I'm you're picky. listening, and you're like, you can walk into the. Okay, you guys, you guys can't. I hear you outside. Okay. No, no, fix this. What did you say? Um, I said uh, I like how the guitar. I liked how the guitar drops out and it goes a little melodi- mel- uh, melodic. Okay. And uh, still has that uh, Money Money Boston's tone. Like, that that dude is still screaming in this, and I don't know how his voice does it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Well, because um, he's not recording these songs back to back. Yeah, why. no, I know, yeah. yeah but, yeah. like, live, who knows what I don't they know sound how he like does live. It. Here's the best part is I watched like, a lot. Li- are, are good, like, first song, second song, maybe. By fifth song, he's sounding rough. By the end of the set, it sounds like, you know. He's gargling razor blades. Ooh, I mean, it's it's not bad when you. Matter of fact, <laughs> I but, believe um, that is that's uh that was the first side. And what I can say is that my overall impression is that this band, well, no, Farming Villains. I actually watched one of their live out live videos of it. It sounds identical to how it was recorded. Interesting. So it makes me think that Do maybe they open with that song. <laughs> well, it makes me think of <laughs> makes me think that do um. Do host. Did they record everything in one room? I don't think they did separate trackings where they recorded a singer, a player, or the singer, the band, and the music, and like the instruments. I think they all got in one room together, and the uh, vocalist just wasn't shouting loud enough at um, the uh, wasn't shouting loud enough at the microphone throughout of it. Are you having a stroke? Are you okay? Yeah, no, the sound was messing with my... I'm so sorry. The sound was messing with my uh, earbuds. The, it moved, and it really messed with me. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no. So anyway, yeah, no. When I listen to it, it makes me feel like when they recorded, they went in the studio for this. It sounded like they had everyone in the same room instead of recording like a vocalist in one section. So his uh, voice was recorded on a separate channel where the band was recorded. It sounded like they threw everyone in the garage, put a couple microphones up in the air, and were like, all right, play your music. And they just played and sang. And he didn't have a microphone to sing into to record. Interesting. Yeah. Second side. Um, side B. Side B. 95. I had no notes for it. I said, uh, is this the same song as number five? Yeah. Because that's what it sounded like. It sounded like it was just the same song. They, well, you're supposed to continue over, but because it's finding you to flip, I bet. <laughs> it's nonstop song. They're like, shit, we shouldn't have put this at the end of side A. It should have been side B. We ran out of space, one. guys. <laughs> it's okay. No one will notice. We'll just call it two different songs. <laughs> um, if Green Day had the guts. Oh, Lord. This, the be- the bassline line was creepy. Funny, I don't know why I felt like that. Creepy? I said creepy. I don't know why I meant creepy, but I said it was creepy. That's all you wrote? Yeah, that's all That's all I wrote. Uh, I said, again, weird times uh, timing. Slow because... Weird timing that slows down because the guitar feels like when they come in, they're slightly off. Meh. Then I also said, if you're going to start beef and throw shade, make sure you sh- your songs are better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll say I like them, but they're nowhere near Green Day level. Like, I know. And they had the guts to write that. I'd be like, it down in the dumps had the guts. Yeah. Um, Numero ocho, 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 ocho. <laughs> No, this is Trace. Okay, okay, okay. Pint Glass Dance. The guitar is jamming like the, like, like it's the 90s. Like it's jamming 
The 90s Green Day. <laughs> you can't read your own notes. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just, this is some like 90s just Green Day pop punk, I don't know, not pop punk, but Green Day punk sound. This guitar is just fucking jamming, I remember. I remember thinking like starting at song two or three and going forward, they would just play the same three and four chords almost over and over for all the songs. Really? It started to feel that way because by this song I wrote, come on, I get punk music is three to four chords, but come on. I said the open had promise right back to the same shit and is cool. Slows down. <laughs> All right. Uh, the fourth track I had on this was uh, yeah. Can of Worms. Can of Worms. Nothing. Don't open them. You didn't write anything? No. Nope. I wrote, finally, different chord pattern. Different, which is good. Just okay, though. <laughs> the song <laughs> is just okay, though. Last song. Uh, no. Fifth song, Pets. Or is it Pests? What is it? Pets. I wrote, uh, I wrote again, good change, better than the last few songs. I like this one. It was, there was a key change in it, kind of changed it up for me, maybe kind of. Yeah, I you know, think that's what I wrote. When I put good change, the good key change in there. Um, last song was uh, Geese. Geese. If there was, this was like uh, their anthem chant, I remember listening. They kind of had this, like, that callback, like. Like a good, yeah. It was a good closure. It was a great uh, way to wrap up the album. I said uh, I like this one again. It's be- it had better change-ups. Mm-hmm. Nice change-up. But, I mean, that was just our first impression of these songs back no, two weeks ago. Now that I've listened to this for two weeks. Are you for, saying that that's the impression that I get? That's the impression that you get. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Edgar? I see what you did there. Oh, shoot, because he's, he's from the Boston. Now you <laughs> see what I did there? No, I got it from the get-go. I got you. I let you have that. <laughs> um. But I'm gonna tell you from after listening to to it for the past two weeks, kind of you know, not on repeat, but you know, every every other day, I'm like you know, maybe I'll throw this on throughout one of the changeups in between my vinyls. It's definitely been a find, and it's what's better than finding what's what's better than when you find a a key or you know, a gem or a hidden freaking this, and when you're like hardcore hole hole in the wall punk rock record store. And you find something for ten bucks, and you're like, "All right, I guess it'll work." And you pull it out, and you're like, I "Hope they sound cool." But guess what? It's a fucking the vinyl. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear there. The vinyl is like see through, like glossy orange. Like, how cool is that? That's pretty cool, right? So, I mean, you know, on top of that, you got a colored vinyl, and they didn't really have a like their their case wasn't a full case. It was kind of more like a half case. And then they gave you like a Xerox printed out poster of all the other bands on this label and like some like live show pictures. Don't do drugs. And it's like it's like some eighth grader mashed this up of all the bands that they had seen throughout the summer before going into school and just and just fucking collaged it together. And in the very back, there's like a letter section of like a poster of like their album and like their thoughts and I don't stuff. Think these are all different. Is this is this the band and all of their posters? Yes, this is the band. So the band, what they did is they collaged all their posters that they and the get the shows that they did, and wanted to show it to you. Looks like Mike's playing guitar for them. Really? I, I said that before, I think, dude. Dude, I think you dude did. Guitar looks like Mike. Yeah. There you go. Here, well, I, on the back they have a uh, little letter, and I don't know if should I read it. A letter? Yeah. How long is it? About paragraph. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I, I read this. Why not? I'm gonna tell you this one. This is how you. This is how you know that the band was old and unknown. A bit. 
They're on MySpace. 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 And I tried to find them on Ute, on uh, iTunes. You can't even find them. So it was like, what I have is what I have. And <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'll read this. So it was cool. It came with like a letter. And it was Down in the Dumps. It was a punk rock band from the Long Island, New York. We started something 2004 and broke up in 2008. There were several tours, future longtime friends, way too many shows, and overall doomed existence. We always played first or last. We're always too early and too, and too late, and most always got too drunk. There were exploded tires, mountaintops ablaze, fallout boy photo shoots, pills and pissed off bartenders. We were ignored at the best and banned from the worst. There were rain clouds everywhere. There were, I don't know what that said, they scratch it off police dogs and angry cops there we there were bordered fumbles and 12 packs of frozen piss i could go on forever but i'm kind of glad dumps didn't we were we were meant to fail and it was all that mattered while we lasted thank you to every single one of you that we met played with or don't even know love mike uh this was on 12 this is on december 3rd 2008 Dumps is and was Mike Chris ten David, years Josh ago, Jay. dude. Band broke up ten years ago. Damn. Ten wow. Years ago. What's the date? Is there a date on that? Yeah, December. December. He wrote this note on December third, two thousand eight. Oh, December third of this year will be ten years. Wow, that's kind of cool. You know, and it really was. A, it's actually a really good band. Does it I, make you sad? No, it, was, it makes me glad that you know a band like this they were able to go on for that long and do what they did. Four years. For that, for what they were, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not making fun of it. I'm saying so. Four, four years. Some bands don't what, even get to go. It was, right? Don't even make one. Yeah, four years, 2004 to 2008. But that was cool. That was that was down in the dumps. Uh, dumps luck. Uh, I'm Anthony Mullen from Vinyl Divers. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at vinyl at vinyl divers podcast and iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, also, you want to give out your handle? How to know know where to get them or not? The website. The website, yeah, man. Go to the website, check out some podcasts. See you next time. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris.